Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Now, here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com. Also, those tuning in through online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. It is pub day for our next guest. We're excited to welcome author Elaine Roth to our broadcast. We're going to talk to Elaine not only about her new book, The Midnight Garden, but also what it's been like for her to give her these great characters and to be able to see the way the readers are already responding to them. Now, if you guys are just now finding out about Elaine and her book, of course, we'll let you guys know how to be able to stay connected with her, as well as how you can get your own copy of The Midnight Garden. What I love about this book is that it really does have something for everyone. It is about being able to move forward in life, but also the other great thing that I love about this book that Elaine does so well, it shows us how we can be able to fight for the things that we want in life. Sometimes that might be another individual. Sometimes it may just be a better life for ourselves. We're able to see that in the two main characters that we're able to meet in the book, both with Hope and Will, and then, of course, how they're able to come together uh, for a common good as well. Again, it's a great read, something that I think all of you will enjoy, and that's why I'm excited to welcome Elaine to our broadcast to discuss it today. also want to let you guys know on the radio side, if you guys are just tuning in. Make sure you guys do follow us on our Facebook page as well. There you can stay connected with all of our updates that we have going on. Glad you could join us. Thank you so much for the time. Really do appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yes, a little bit of a tech issue because I think I missed something in the beginning there. <laughs> not not a problem, not a problem. Well, look, congratulations to you on the new book, Elaine, The Midnight Garden. I really enjoyed this book. I'm going to talk about some of the parts that really stood out to me here in a bit. But what has this experience been like for you now, Elaine, to have lived with these characters and now to be able to share them with all of us? It's a little bit surreal. You know, they've been living in my mind for over a year now. Um, and I've been thinking about them and figuring them out and now to share them with other people and to see how others are experiencing them. It's it's a wild kind of ride. Yeah. I love the book, uh, Lane, for a couple of reasons. One, I think, is because the characters are so relatable. And even if the, the particular situations, especially with the two main characters that we're kind of able to take the journey with, with Hope and Will, even if we haven't been in their exact same situations, we know the themes. And I mentioned some of them in my introduction. The one that stood out to me was being able to move forward you know, toward the past, to learn to forgive oneself. But also in the case of Will, finding something to fight for. Where Did you know going in that these things were going to be such a big part of the, of the story, or did it just kind of evolve as the characters came to you? It definitely kind of evolved, and as their journeys evolved, it, it sort of I began to realize that both of them were doing the same thing um, in different ways. Uh, but I always knew that, you know, that grief and kind of moving, finding a way to move forward, I always knew that would be part of the theme. That would be a big part. So take us back a little bit, uh, Elaine, for yourself. Is storytelling something that you've always known that you wanted to do? Oh, always. From when I was a little kid, I always said I was going to be a writer and an author. And uh, one of my favorite compliments I got from a friend when I was in elementary school, she said she said to me, she's, um, you're always asking what if. She's like, I like that about you. You're always asking <laughs> what if the next thing happens. So Love in my that. mind, I was like, there's no better compliment. <laughs> 
Right, exactly. And now here you are being able to do that, you know, not only with these characters, but also, of course, to answer that question uh, for readers, too. How does that feel? As I mentioned, we're at the time we're having this conversation with you live, Elaine, the book is now officially out. How does it feel now to have your own readers, right? I mean, you've been a reader yourself. But how does it feel to have your own readers with this book and, and to be able to already start getting the questions about the Midnight Garden? Very surreal. Um, you know, I it's an experience I can't even quite wrap my head around yet. Um, you know, like I this morning woke up and I downloaded the Audible version and it was right next to other books that I've read and loved and it just feels like a wild thing to see my book there too and then seeing strangers read the book and respond to it, you know, not just friends and family. It's an amazing thing. And I should let our audience know this is your debut novel, but there's a special connection you have with the main character, Hope. And I love the fact that Will is such a great compliment to Hope, Elaine, I feel like, in the book. There's this one scene that you wrote uh, with the Ferris wheel. And I love this scene because I, I, when I got to it, I made a note of it because I thought it was so much symbolism in it where Will was trying to get Hope to get on the, the Ferris wheel and you know she was at first you know being very reluctant and then saying that she you know that, that she was afraid and then her words was I'm afraid I'm going to fall and and I mm-hmm. love the fact that for for Will you know what he says to her is so powerful because I think a lot of times we can all kind of kind of relate to it and that is that you know you you're not really trying right you're not really mm-hmm. you're not really putting forth that effort Talk to us about that, because there is a lot of symbolism in this book, as we see in instances like that. What was it like for you to kind of share these messages of kind of getting us to look at ourselves and say, okay, am I really trying to move on? Am I really trying in what I'm doing in life? What was that like for you to play play with in this book? I mean, that was really, it was something that I was working through in my own life. I wrote the book, um, now the timeline is I'm a little bit flustered, but it was about a couple of years after, maybe two years after my husband passed away, hmm. and I was trying to build this new life, you know, with pieces of the old life and trying to find new ones, and I kept questioning, am I really moving forward? Am I really trying, or am I kind of just dabbling here to make it look like I'm doing something, but I'm really too afraid to make that big move? Um, right. So I really tried to incorporate that because it seemed to be a theme with other widows that I was speaking with of that the fear of moving forward of so it's easier to kind of pretend you're doing it and let everyone think you're moving forward right and and i love the fact too as with hope and i'll talk around this uh elaine is that one thing that that will get hope to see is that so many times when you are so down on yourself so many times when you have so much heaviness it makes you susceptible to some really bad things and bad individuals as well and i think that's true for all mm-hmm. of us right but but we also see even with will one of the things i love about will's evolution and i'm curious i want to talk to you about how he came to you is that he's someone who finds something to fight for that's the best way i think you know for us guys to think about it right he instead yeah, of running away yeah. he's running toward right what was it like right. for you to kind of create this this balance with hope with a character like Will? I really wanted to find, you know, because when people deal with grief, when people deal with hard things, and they're like, not everybody deals with it in the same way. And I really wanted that to come through to someone who is also going through difficult things and finding an entirely different way of 
looking at it and handling it, and maybe it's correct, maybe it's not correct, maybe it works for some people, maybe it doesn't, but just to show that there are all different ways and none of them are the right way. Right. Love that. And it definitely is something that comes through, and it's so great to be able to see how they start to try to navigate things together. Uh, Hope is someone who also has other support as well, and that comes through in the book too. It really shows the importance, again, of that symbolism there I was talking about, Elaine, the the importance of a support system, right? Uh, And and that is something that that Hope is able to have. Is that something also that you found uh, as a great compliment for yourself? Oh, yes. I frequently feel very grateful that I've had the support of family, of friends. I even live in a small town, and I exaggerated a little bit in the book because I've been very lucky to have a very supportive small-town community. Yeah. I love that. And so, of course, that is going to be the big thing that happens, right, with the debut. I mean, we one of the things I've heard authors talk about, well, some at least, is that, you know, you write what you know. You write from your own experiences, things that you know. Um, what has that been like for you to actually know that, you know, people are going to be looking for Elaine in this book? <laughs> you know, that is almost one of the hardest parts because, you know, I did write Hope. She's a young widow. I'm a young widow. But that's, and, you know, we both have, you know, we were both trying to figure out this grief of moving forward after the death of your partner. But our experiences after that are so different. She, um, her and her husband had a different story than me and my husband. My husband and I did. Um, The way that they died was different. The situation was different. So I really, I didn't want to tell my story, but I wanted to tell a young widow story. So it'll be interesting when people who know me read it and start to question whether it's me or whether it's just my imagination. So the answer is mostly my imagination. Mostly your imagination. I love that. I love that. And it, it really it, – it's such a great story, Lane. I'm so excited to be able to speak with you today oh, and you. to be able to have this opportunity – I can't let you go, though, without talking about Tessa. I think Tessa's a great compliment for Hope in the book and kind of gets her to see some reason, I think, when it comes, especially when it comes to Will. Talk to us about – and that's kind of what I was alluding to when I was talking about support system with mm-hmm. Tessa, okay. as you probably figured. But what I, was I that like so. for you to, Yeah, what was it like for you to create that character and to have that person there for, for Hope? You know, I I wanted someone to be there for Hope, but then it was also important to me – that she was her own person and she also needed support in her own way. So I wanted them to really work together. So it wasn't just all about hope, like, cause Tessa lost somebody too and her life changed yeah. too. So I really wanted to show how both of them were affected and had to really work to be each other's support. Right. So, that. you know, I did definitely pulled her out of, you know, a few, a few of my close friends and family. So she was a mix of all those people. And again, there is another area that I'm not going to get into in the book because I don't want to, knowing me, I will spoil it, something <laughs> about it. But there is, well, I, I will say that. this. Yeah, I will say this for our audience, um, Elaine. One thing that happens is what happens to a lot of us. We go looking for answers. We look for something to help us feel right. Um, Hope tries that. Um, and there's a whole nother layer of the story that <laughs> that comes out of that with another individual in the book. But I, I brought that mm-hmm. up for this reason, though, Elaine, because I, I think it, it goes to the role of Tessa, the role of Will, but also the role of ourselves, right, to get to a place where we can 
trust ourselves again and love ourselves enough to know what we're worthy of, regardless of what may have happened. Talk to us about what that was mm-hmm. like for you, because I felt like that was important. Yes, it's great that other people believed in hope, but hope had to get to a place where hope was fine with hope. I think that is really the heart of the story of there's no one who, when you're going through a hard thing, whether it's grief or something else, unfortunately, no one who's going to come save you, no one who's going to tell you what to do. You have to believe that you have to trust yourself, that you know what's best for yourself, and you have to trust that you're going to take the right path for yourself and that you can do it. And I think learning that lesson is so hard, and then holding on to that lesson is even harder. Such a great thing and such a great point, and I love the way that that's addressed in the book as well. Again, everyone, Elaine Roth is our guest. Elaine, congratulations to you. This debut really makes me wonder what's going to be coming next for you, so I'm excited about that. But right now we want our audience to go ahead and pick pick up The Midnight Garden. It is available now wherever you buy your books. Of course, it's available through our friends at Amazon.com. You guys can get it there. But, Elaine, how can our audience – I know I saw on Twitter that you have an event coming up actually uh, this evening, but how can our audience stay connected with you and kind of keep up with the updates? Uh, The best way is um, through my Instagram at TheElaineRoth or my website, uh, www.ElaineRoth.com. All right. Well, Elaine, I will make sure that I am following you again, excited about you and this journey. So what a great way to be able to end the year and looking forward to our next chat together. Thank you so much. Me too. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Now let's go make today amazing. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.